Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Hi, I'm Ray Solano, pharmacist with PD Labs. Welcome to Healthy Choices as we're broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. And you're really going to enjoy our show today. You know, our topics are take responsibility for your health. So, you, you know, have choices in your health care. So it's really important, we believe, for people to understand what are your choices in your health care today. Because the word prevention really doesn't seem to fall into our normal vernacular every single day. So it's really important for you to understand the facts. Uh, unfortunately, today, we're not educated on the facts, but maybe what somebody else's opinions are. And that's what we're going to do today. We have Dr. Anthony Capazzo, uh, director of ThinMD Spas out of Jacksonville, Florida. He's been on our show many times before, and he's really an authority on some of the topics that we're talking about today to understand the root causes of many of these conditions. And that's what we're really talking about, is understanding what the root causes are. Once you understand what the problems are, then you can make those adjustments, we believe, in lifestyle and also your choices in what you eat and your choices in the types of supplements you take because we're finding that the cost of uh, pharmaceuticals and traditional medicine could probably bankrupt many people, bankrupt many uh, uh, your finances can bankrupt many different uh, companies. So that's what we're going to we're going to talk about today. And so we'll we'll get right to it. We're going to talk today on one of the topics that has been in the news. We think it's really important to talk is this new Alzheimer's drug because unfortunately this is probably the most dreaded disease for all of our seniors. Sometimes people don't even want to talk about it. They call it the A word or have little different names to it because it's so dreadful because unfortunately there's no real, there is no cure for it, but we're going to talk why that we have a choice today and also there's some unique supplements that Dr. Capazzo has put together that can make a huge difference in your healthcare. Dr. Capazzo, welcome to Healthy Choices today. Good morning, Ray. Thanks for having me on. So you're you're broadcasting that from your your office in Jacksonville, Florida, where things are just everything is just perfect in, in Florida. Thank goodness we're not in California, right? Actually, I'm in South Carolina. Oh, you are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not in my mean? office. I'm not in my office today. That's why I'm very relaxed, as you can see. Well, <laughs> well usually when we have you relax is when you give us the most important information. So I'm glad you've, you're relaxed. And if anybody wants to reference our our show today or be able to talk uh, others and to be able to find out where our show is going to be recorded, check out our website, pdlabsrx.com. Healthy Choices is sponsored by Prescription Dispensing Labs, a nationally licensed specialty pharmacy. And that website is pdlabsrx.com. And you'll see our podcast, Healthy Choices XM, listed there as well as past shows. That Anthony, you've been on it before, so we'll have a, a complete library of all the talks you've had. Believe it or not, we got it all in, in on recording back, any, but probably about three years. Yes. Well, the, the 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 we'll kick it off with the topic that was in been in the news that was just 
launched this last week. Believe it or not, it's the first time in 17 years a new drug has been approved uh, by the FDA for Alzheimer's drugs. And again, this is a a drug that still works on the beta amyloid plaques, so it's still the old school belief system. But it's it, it's injectable. It's an injectable, and it's a monoclonal antibody. But it's somewhat similar to the other drugs. So maybe, doctor, you can kind of explain people what the etiology maybe of Alzheimer's, what the people, what is happening to the brain, of which we know because we really don't really know. But maybe you can give us a little bit of background why maybe this drug maybe may be useful, but it may not. So give us your opinion. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, Alzheimer's disease is very complex, and I, and I wish there was a simple solution and a simple understanding. And the fact is, is that um, what we know about Alzheimer's is that there's a lot of things that can affect the brain and affect how the brain functions. And um, just like any other kind of organ system in our body, you know, the brain goes through a process of things um, that occurs. And at the core of it is your immune system, right? And it's inflammation. So there's this term called neuroinflammation. And when the brain gets inflamed for X, Y, or Z reasons, it may be exposures to environmental toxicities, it may be infections, um, it may be uh, nutrient depletions, um, head trauma, whatever the case may be, what happens is the brain goes through a process of healing. And that process of healing is where these immune cells in the brain, these microglial cells get inflamed, and they can affect how the brain works. And so there's a bunch of different things that can uh, affect that process. But part of that end stage is that placking that we hear about. And so this drug was designed specifically to affect the placking and and reduce that kind of end stage um, portion. I kind of consider that like scarring, like you get injured and your body scars. That's kind of what the brain does is, is it's going to um, plaque. And then when it plaques, what happens is the brain cells don't function at the capacity that they can function at anymore. Um, so when I think about brain diseases, I kind of lump it into um, the energy that the cells have in the brain, the, in, the immune system. Um, and and then the exposures and how the how the brain kind of functions through that. So you know it's it's super complex, and I think that's why we don't have great medications to treat, and that's why it's been such a long time to treat because they're looking at kind of an, an end around an end stage. Here we're here's what we're going to try to reduce is this end stage process, um, where I really truly believe, and and we've talked about this previously, Ray, is that prevention is the key. And, you know, if you look at um, dietary ways of reducing, um, I think, you know, there's some data that the Mediterranean diet, for instance, is uh, really good at reducing um, um, dementia. Uh, in addition to combining the DASH diet with it, um, and then when you start even digging down deeper, you start looking at things like intermittent fasting, and you start looking at... Um, uh, ketones and and those uh, you know as your body burns um, very low carb diets as your body starts burning its carbohydrates into ketones ketones become this incredible fuel for brain cells so um, one of the important things with pretty much all the neuro the neurologic diseases is is that you have to have functioning mitochondria producing energy and this energy supports the immune cells those microglial cells and it also supports 
the, the regular brain functioning. So at the end of the day, it's all about how healthy those cells are and making sure those cells are healthy from your behavioral patterns, your exercise, the, you know, the foods that you eat, you know, the more polyphenols and colorful fruits and vegetables in your diet, you know, the better antioxidant quality, that term antioxidant is huge because we know that oxidation, which is like rusting essentially, um, is one of the main core issues with why our cells start to fail, you know, the mitochondria start to fail. Well, you know, you said it. You said it exactly right. It's an end stage solution, is is unfortunately what all these drugs are. And when people understand that it that that type of solution doesn't really get to, like you said, the the problem, the inflammation in the microglial cells. You know, it's. Did you know how expensive this drug is uh, per month? It's fifty six thousand dollars a year for an IV therapy. And I believe it may be once a month uh, IV. So this is not a very simple pill. And, you know, that that's uh, yeah. unfortunately somebody's going to have to pay for that. So I think you're right. The, the prevention going to the tips you just mentioned is so critical uh, to talk about. And also there was an article that was just published uh, just recently, an editorial in the Wall Street Journal that talked by Dr. Morali from Duke University School of Medicine. It talked, it was a leading Alzheimer's researcher, gave a different opinion that followed the same format that you were just mentioning on some of the tips that you could use uh, for, for, for prevention. And a couple of things you, you mentioned is the diet that could be useful and also the low saturated fats diet, as well as hearing, restoring hearing loss, that it made sure the different parts of the brain actually are functioning. That's an interesting uh, uh, topic, putting those two together. I never realized that hearing loss, or it's, it's important to make sure that those regions of the brain are healthy. So that, 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 that's a very simple solution. Have you heard that before? Doctor? Well, we know that sensory deprivation um, in any form can affect brain function, right? So if you get into a place where, where there's no lights or there's no sounds, your brain will start to either make up those things. So it kind of makes sense when, when those neurons aren't being triggered, right? So it's like not exercising, for instance, that it's going to cause those neurons not to function at a higher level. Our bodies are incredible where when we use them on a regular basis, they become super efficient, right? So it's like when you first started to exercise, your endurance wasn't that good, but it seems to get better. And the reason is, is that that little bit of stress that you put on those cells and the mitochondria stimulate that process to make those cells work better. So the mitochondria actually um, produce um, more mitochondria. That's at what we, the term mitochondrial biogenesis. So again, going back to cellular health, I think that um, anytime that your body is utilizing things and, uh, and on a regular basis, it can be much more efficient. That, that's that's a great point. We're gonna we're gonna take a break here in just a moment, but I wanted to, people to realize that we're really. 
peeling back the onion on this, some of these tips that we were talking about on, on Alzheimer's and also lumping that in with dementia because two of them are different but also have some of the same symptoms. And also when we come back from the break, we're going to talk uh, with Dr. Capazzo on some of his solutions that he's come up. He's formulated a, a, a number of products. And also we've had some uh, significant improvements with some nasal sprays that are a combination of uh, pharmaceuticals and botanicals that have also worked on those mitochondria and to be able to increase, decrease that inflammation, increase that energy. We'll be back in just a moment for another chapter of Healthy Choices XM after our commercial. Thank you. Okay, that was a great 15 minutes to set up. And we'll we'll put a mitoblast commercial in there with you. Uh, I think that would be perfect. Okay, so when we'll come back, we'll we'll pick up where we left off and go with some of the solutions uh, for the problem, as well as uh, uh, why some people may be skeptical of supplements. Okay. Thanks. How's your connection? You 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 had a little bit of a uh, everything sounds good. Oh, did I? Um, yeah, everything um, sounds good here. Okay, because it, it seemed like you you froze for a second, um, but it looks good okay. now. Okay. Are you on Wi-Fi or a hard, hard Wi-Fi? Hard? Okay. All right. Okay. Ready. Yeah, I'm on Wi-Fi. Okay. Your signal good. Yeah, everything okay. looks good. Okay. Well, welcome back to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting from Austin, Texas, as we have Dr. Anthony Capasso's joining us today as we're talking about the importance of our brain health and some of the conditions that seem to affect our memory, uh, dementia and, and Alzheimer's. And we, we, we spoke before the break on some of the problems that occurs, why it's occurring, a very complicated uh, disease state, but also we're going to get, come up with some solutions uh, and some things that you can you can do for prevention because it's a, the least cost alternative, but it also gives you the best choices because we say that people have choices in their healthcare and it's so fundamental. Uh, but you know, many of the different there's so many different choices. You know, we talk about diet, we talk about exercise, we talk about supplements, and unfortunately everybody's eyes are just rolling over because that's exactly what everybody tells them, but it's very nebulous. They, they can't put their, their hands on exactly what to do. So maybe Dr. Capazzo, if you can give us some of your tips, of uh, which we want to be able to do for people that want to keep their memory sharp, be able to fix the problem, the inflammation before it even starts. Cause I think that's, it's a great way of lumping it together. Give us your ideas on how what we can do for these patients. Sure. So, you know, the most important thing is is really to be well balanced. And you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, one of the things that we didn't talk about uh, in the first segment was sleep. And so, yes, making sure that, that your sleep is good is one of the the most important things. And the reason is is that the brain needs time to 
get rid of all the trash, so to speak, in the cells, and it allows it to function at a much, much better rate. It's it's kind of like if you ever had a bad night's sleep, how do you feel the next day? Like you're a little more sluggish, your 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 mentation's a little slower, um, you know, you can't recall things as quickly. So having a good night's sleep is one of the most important things. Um, regular exercise, making sure that you're not dehydrated. Um, is really, really important. And there's so many people um, that I see that come to my office that are that are dehydrated um, on a regular basis, especially as we get older, a lot of people don't like to go to the bathroom as much. So, you know, you have to kind of drink. So they won't specifically drink just because they don't want to use the restroom as much. Um, and then increasing, you know, um, eating the right diet. And we, we've talked about this so many times, you know, it's the antioxidant in our diets, the colorful vegetables and fruits, the polyphenols that are in extra virgin olive oil. Um, uh, those are the, the things that are really strong antioxidants, which um, at the end of the day, if we're trying to slow down inflammation as being our, our main villain of our body, whether it's in our brain or in our cells, those foods seem to mitigate that. Mm -hmm. And when we look at um, clinical studies with diet, we, you know, we talked about this in the first segment was we know the Mediterranean diet, right, which is high in polyphenols, high in these antioxidants, seems to slow down, you know, the, the dementia that we see with a lot of these, um, an Alzheimer's disease. Um, and when we look at um, how the cells work, and the underlying reason, it's all based on the cell's health, right? And the amount of energy that cells can produce. And the one, the wonderful thing about our body is that we have the ability to repair, whether it's in the brain, mm -hmm. um, whether it's in, um, in our cells. And if we do the right things, we can actually get our cells at a quote younger age. And the younger age has to do with how well our mitochondria function. And, and the mitochondria are these, think of them as kind of the brain of the cells. I know they've been called the powerhouses, but they, they really are the brains. They have their own DNA and they really sense what's occurring in the environment. And they tell the, the, body, the, the cells what to do. Um, and, and, and how to work. And what we know is as we age, you know, after the age of 40, I think it's around an eight to 10% loss in mitochondria per decade, we can actually improve our mitochondria with exercise. So one of the other tips is regular exercise, right? So we can stimulate mitochondria. And then there's a whole slew of nutrients that can support that system. There's not one nutrient that I would tell you that, hey, this is the nutrient that's going to fix X, Y, or Z. It just doesn't occur. But it's the constellation, the combination of omega-3 fish oils, for instance, for brain, um, the phospholipids, so the you know the healthy fats that occur from, for instance, like um, sunflower seeds, mm -hmm. um, are really good for the neurons of the brain. So we know that you know those are very supportive for the brain cells. And I kind of this how I explain it to my patients is really simple: is um, our brains need fuel. They're, they're a very high metabolic organ. And anything that's got high metabolic rates have a lot of mitochondria. And so if those mitochondria aren't producing the energy, they don't function as well. And so we want to support that with the nutrients that are going to get used up because they're so active. It's like running a marathon. You know, the, the more you exercise, the more nutrients your body needs to repair itself. So it's the same thing with our brains. Um, and, and there's not one thing, but the B vitamins, um, 
there's so many different nutrients that are important for brain functioning from amino acids to the healthy fats um, and, and things that stimulate mitochondria. Those antioxidants are really, really important for brain. Well, before you get into a little bit more detail on some of those uh, specific nutrients, let's set it up what the standard American diet would be for seniors, okay? You know, we can, but it's it's important for people to realize where the problems are occurring in their diet, what is normal. Right now, it is most of the seniors that, that we, we see that are, let's call them post-50, is they don't understand how alcohol is affecting their brain and also how it affects the mitochondria. So having a happy hour every day at four o'clock is probably not the, the best choice. And it's, there's also this huge addiction to sweets and carbohydrates that this population has. So not only the lack of exercise, but the, the ingestion of huge amounts of alcohol on top of sugar is it's really an explosion that that's down regulating any repair mechanisms and that's going to take a huge amount of nutritionals to turn that tidal wave around is is that's is that what you see as a is a typical uh this population doesn't really understand the foundation uh of their diet that is causing a lot of the problem I'm not sure if it's an understanding or I just don't care. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess so you're right. When, when some people I, I mean, in honestly, their 70, they're going, I don't yeah, really care, I, right? I, I think most of us understand that, hey, if I don't eat right and I don't drink right, bad things are going to happen or I'm not going to be as healthy. It's just, and sometimes it's hard. You know, The other thing that we didn't talk about, which you kind of alluded to, is how important um, your gut is in regards to brain. And, exactly. Um, so... What we see is that um, our diets, the the sad standard American diet, right. affects the microbiome or, or or what grows in our intestinal flora, and what grows in there really plays a major role on how our body functions. And so there's this um, this term called, you know, brain on fire or um, leaky brain. You know, we've heard we've talked about leaky gut. But leaky gut causes leaky brain. And so what is leaky brain? So when you've got bad bacteria that are that are growing in the gut um, because of a poor night's sleep, because of stress, because of medications, because of just, you know, getting older, um, what happens is, is these bacteria can release toxins. These endotoxins can cause inflammation. Well, the inflammation can go up to the blood-brain barrier and cause that blood-brain barrier to be leaky and cause things to get into the brain that shouldn't be there. And so what happens is the brain starts to get inflamed. It starts to dysfunction. It starts to wear away the mitochondria, um, and you get more oxidative stress. The mitochondria aren't functioning, and you don't right. feel as sharp, and you think, hey, this is just part of aging. That's well. Right. I mean, don't forget the gut in, in brain health. And I, I would tell you that's one of the things that um, we don't think about because, you know, it's not part of that, that realm. But, you know, there's a highway between the gut and the brain. That the that's bacteria, a great term, the highway yeah, between, right? There is, yeah, the vagus nerve. That's the highway. And, yeah, the highway. and, and, and this nerve, you know, um, is triggered by the flora. Whatever is growing in your gut is going to tell your brain to do things, right? Um, so... And and carbs are unfortunately, you know, one of those um, 
things that get signaled when your body is stressed or anxious because they improve kind of serotonin levels. So um, you'll get you'll get a sweet tooth when you're stressed. Um, so there's a lot of different things that can occur, but 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 making sure that the gut is healthy is super important. And of course, it's a lot easier to um, you know to get bad foods in this country than to go and get healthier foods because there's there's so much uh, inexpensive unhealthy food that's available um, to the market. So that's a great point. Uh, is there's, there's a lot. Sometimes it's very difficult to get good choices, and this is the reason why you've put together nutritional formulas that people can take on a daily basis so they can they have some choices they have a a, a shakes that they can nutritional shakes that they can have to start their day there's some uh, and also you put together uh, a unique supplement mitoblast 2 which we've coined on our show and we probably have done a number of commercials you coined it the exercise in a bottle but it it, it does you know, it's a great term because exercise is so critically important, but also you need the fuel uh, for that exercise. And that, that ends up being the fuel for the brain. So maybe you can explain that the people that, you know, don't give up hope. This is, there's some, some basic things you can do. Sure. So 20 years ago, I um, was having a lot of issues with fatigue and um, not being a caffeine drinker or a coffee drinker at the time. This was after residency, I didn't drink any coffee during medical school or residency, which I think I was pretty unique in that realm. Um, and I was looking for, number one, I knew that I was just burning the candle at both ends and my body was just in a bad place. So I was looking for something that I could take that would naturally improve my energy. And that kind of got me down this road of cellular health and, and mitochondrial function. And as I started to read more and more journal articles, I realized, wow, this is like the basis of all diseases. Mm. Um, and I was like, but no one was talking about it and, and still they're, it's starting to get there now, but no one was truly talking about this as being, you know, the core cause. So I started looking at studies and looking at nutritional studies because I wanted to basically increase, um, my energy naturally. And as I started taking certain nutrients like resveratrol, which is the antioxidants that are in things like blueberries and grapes. Um, um, quercetin, which is in um, capers and onions and apples. As I started to take these these nutrients, my energy started improving. I'm like, well, this is interesting, you know. And because in the past, you know, growing up, I, you know, I took nutrients, but never really felt that it helped me in any way. And within just a short period of time, you know, my endurance improved, my energy improved. And the longer that I stayed on these mitochondrial nutrients and these blends that I put together, you know, I wasn't getting sick. I was healthier. And I was like, wow, this is, this is really unique. And, you know, how come in medicine, we're not taught about these things, you know, taught about any of this. And so this is something I kind of stumbled across and I started giving it to, you know, my family and my friends initially, and then my patients um, because I realized that pretty much any age-related disease that came into my office, whether it's diabetes, um, whether it was adrenal issues, whether it was you know brain issues, that the core behind it is that the cells weren't functioning at, at the way that they should be, and their mitochondria was faulty, right? So I kind of call this mitochondrial fatigue syndrome, right, that we get 
um, for X, Y, or Z reasons, um, whether it's drinking alcohol or not sleeping or just overall stress or medications. There's a lot of things that affect, you know, these cells. And, um, and so as I blended, you know, this, the, the formula together, it, it really made huge changes in, in my body. And what I realized was my metabolism when I was 18, um, I was getting back to that. Um, when I, and, and, it, and it really got my body feeling uh, incredible. So um, I, I was just sold. And that's, that was kind of my journey down functional medicine and nutritional medicine. And I, I realized, wow, you have to have this because if you don't have this, you know, you're, you're prone to, you know, getting injured and, and understanding that, Hey, our bodies are like cars. If you don't put the transmission fluid, the oil and everything else in it, if they're going to break down. So I look at nutrients as our, our core that look, our, our food supplies, unfortunately, aren't as nutritious as they were 20 years ago because of, you know, how they're, you know, how our food is being processed and everything else. Um, that we need extra. And what I realized that my body needed this extra stuff and I was just so much healthier. So it's just, well, you, it know, was, the, you know, that you, you felt it, you believed it, you saw the, the effects on yourself personally, yeah. but there's a lot of, you know, unfortunately we see, uh, we hear people all the time, you know, they, they come to your office, they see you, then they call mm-hmm. us and they say, Oh, by the way, my doctor told me this here. What are your, what is your opinion? So they play us against each other. I've heard because the biggest practice right now that is out there is the internet and Dr. Google knows everything and people go there to validate what we may speak about. And unfortunately there's so much information out there that, in, that also tries to disprove any nutritionals and why they work. And for instance, vitamin uh, vitamin D three. This has been going on this battle for fifteen years now. That we tr- that it works. It doesn't work. Vitamin C. It works. It doesn't work. So these are the things that uh, w- we hear all the time. And we're going to take a, a a short break, and we'll come back after the break and just go through that for people to understand and validate that we're not talking about very expensive urine here we're talking about products that actually bud levels and actually see the response to the individual patients you're listening to healthy choices x i'm going to take a quick quick break and we'll be back in just a moment okay perfect segment perfect so i'd like to go over this there was an interesting article that William Fallon put together on it was it was interesting of vitamin D and and K that it really doesn't derive the benefits because the cofactors, many of the studies that were done eliminate the cofactors, decrease the different dosages. So without, for instance, magnesium, you it's going to be really difficult to increase vitamin D and vitamin K, K2 levels. So when you do it in a special study, you isolate the specific uh, supplement and then you prove that it doesn't work because the cofactors are not there. And this was an interesting topic that proved that magnesium deficiencies uh, decrease 
the absorption of vitamin D. So it's not really the vitamin D doesn't work, but magnesium is the, is the problem. So if, maybe if you can go through and explain that uh, to patients, the cofactors. Sure. Well, even good? even vitamin A, I mean, vitamin D receptors. Exactly. Vitamin D, uh, uh, the receptor is is a retinol receptor. So you exactly. need vitamin A uh, for, it, for it to work too. So exactly. there, there's, there's more than one nutrient involved. There you go. That, sure. That's perfect. Okay, we'll come right back. All right. <clears throat> oh, we'll be back at Healthy Choices XM uh, for uh, our closing comments for today's podcast that we're talking today about the, the brain health and also the ways and choices you can make in your, your daily life to make a huge difference. Before our break, we, were, we just set up as to the different nutritionals that you can take and, and why they do work. So Dr. Capazzo, tell us about the the nutritionals that you put together and also why some of the skeptics there's so many of them out there to say that this doesn't work it's not approved and it, you're really just wasting your money well i think there's a couple things one in this country it's different than it is in europe as you know um in europe nutritional medicine is part of the healthcare system um and so the question is is why in this country isn't it looked at the same way it is for instance in germany um, so you, you have to look at the players and I'll let people make their own decisions why that occurs. Um, but what I would say is that there is data on um, nutrition helping people. I mean, we know nutrition works. We know it helps. It makes sense. The problem is, is sometimes th there's combinations of reasons. One, companies aren't going to spend millions of dollars to do nutritional studies because they can't patent things. And so therefore, we're not going to have a lot of the nutritional studies as, as a background, whereas you've got a pharmaceutical company that um, is making a medication for a certain disease, for instance, they have, you know, once they prove that this improves an outcome, therefore, you know, the money is well spent. But if you spend a lot of money on something that you can't control other people making, then no one's going to do that. And I think that's one of the reasons in the United States that we see that for sure. The other thing is there's so many different nutrients that are involved. There's not one nutrient, as I mentioned earlier. There's not one thing you can take for your brain that's going to make it better. Right. There's a bunch of things that help, right? Um, so, and for your body, period. And, um, you know, we were talking um, earlier about uh, vitamin D, for instance, and how important vitamin D is. Vitamin D is one of the most important hormones in our body that regulates so many different things. And I think... Um, we've known about it for years. I think it got highlighted with COVID because, you know, one of the highest mortality rates were in vitamin D deficient patients. So, um, and one of the hardest thing to do, and I see this in my practice, and I've been looking at vitamin D levels for 20 years in my patients is getting them to an optimal vitamin D level. And the problem is, is that what is an optimal level? The optimal level is based on clinical studies of certain diseases. And we know that, you know, probably 60, 50, above 50 for sure, but 60 to 70 seems to be the sweet spot for most clinical studies. Um, and it can be very hard because giving vitamin D by itself sometimes doesn't work. Um, and so there are a lot of cofactors that are involved, like magnesium, like vitamin A, um, that can play a vital role in um, getting those vitamin D levels up to the range that they need to be at. So. They all work together. It's, you know, the, many of the studies that were, were done is they leave out the cofactors. 
and uh, some of the biggest cofactors are zinc and, and magnesium that accelerate the drug absorption. And so they actually work as enzymes uh, for rate limiting steps. So it's really important that people have good foundation. And, and this is the reason why patients that used to take are taking supplements on a normal on a daily basis that when you give them a nutrient they respond and they get better it could be an antiviral it could be something that's very specific however somebody that hasn't seen a a supplement in 15 years if you give it to them it's not going to work because they don't have the proper foundation or the fertilizer or the correct soil for that to be responsible. So it's really important people to realize you have to, this is something you have to work at on a daily basis so that your body can heal itself. Uh, and when you give them those, uh, uh, those nutrients, the lights turn on, the switches turn on, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the right combinations. It's the right environment. There's so many things that are involved. It's not like a simple solution as as a lot of people will believe. But if you do certain things, you'll see positive results, and that's going to reinforce what you're doing. And and like I said, that was one of the things, the reason that I went into more nutritional medicine because I saw it with myself and my health, and um, and the fact that. I don't get sick, you know, um, and I used to used to get two to three sinus infections a year. I haven't had a sinus infection over 26, 27 years now wow. um, since I've been on, you know, mitoblast and right. and and it's just it really hit home for me that, listen, I'm, I'm doing something good for my body. Um, and I, and I just was recouping much quicker. And I realized, wow, this is kind of the fountain of youth. Um, that if, if, if you understand that these particular nutrients that support mitochondrial health um, can really, really improve, and it's not an overnight thing. You know, this, the other thing, it's not overnight. It's, it's you have to do everything. You know, you've, you've got to get your sleep. You've got to get your hydration. You've got to get a little bit of exercise. But once you start doing that in combination with the right nutrients, your body will respond. So, so it's mito, Mitoblast too. Yep. Uh, two capsules twice a day or more, right? Um, yeah. So when I looked at the clinical studies and I dosed this, um, it's it should be four capsules twice a day, but most people can't tolerate that much at the beginning. So I usually start out um, on, on a much lower dose and, and titrate up to the level that they feel comfortable with. So it controls blood sugar levels? Right, yeah. increases energy increases energy levels, right. and so we can overall we're reducing the inflammatory factors uh, throughout the entire body, and especially when we we're talking about the gut brain highway, as you mentioned. So this yeah. is going to stop the inflammation in your brain and also throughout your entire body. But it keeping those blood sugar levels down because that's mm -hmm. unfortunately yeah. high levels of blood sugar is the most inflammatory substance that we can do so that's that's yeah. uh, you know unfortunately do you the amount of commercials and and pharmaceuticals f to control type 2 diabetes is off the chart and unfortunately i think we can control type 2 diabetes it's not something you're just going to get it's not inevitable. You can reverse it. You can be able to get a hold of it because we don't want people ending up in their senior years or anytime with yeah. type, two, type two diabetes. I agree. And I fully believe it can be reversed. You know, the, 
you know, the physicians in our era don't feel that way, but I no. feel it can be, especially when it's caught early, when it's caught later, it's just like, you know, it's just like Alzheimer's, right? I mean, there's not much you can do at the point that the, those cells are damaged. That's right. Um, but if you catch, if you catch things earlier, a hundred percent, this is reversible. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, one of the, one of the antioxidants in mitoblasts, alpha lipoic acid, this is one of our main body antioxidants, one of my favorites. Um, it helps to uh, recycle vitamin E and vitamin C in the body. It helps with tendons, but from the standpoint of sugars, it's great. It decreases appetite. It helps uh, as an insulin sensitizer. Um, it helps with weight loss. It helps with insulin resistance that we see in polycystic ovarian syndrome. So it's an incredible antioxidant. It's one of the nutrients that's in mitoblast. So mitoblast can be used for a lot of different disease states because at the end of the, the you know at the end of the day, most chronic diseases stem from mitochondrial dysfunction. So you if go. you improve your mitochondria, you know, in ex, you know, by exercising, good sleep, taking the right nutrients, your body's going to start to heal by itself. Well, in our closing comments, maybe you can give your your website, and uh, we'll give our information where you can get Mitoblast as well from uh, our website, pdlabsrx.com. But maybe give out your website and your contact information for our audience as well. How to get Mitoblast too. Sure. So um, my website is thin, T-H-I-N-M-D, medspa.com. Um, office number is 904-694-0992. Um, and uh, yeah, please feel uh, free to reach out to our office to discuss, um, you know, mitoblast or any other concerns that you may have. And we also, you know, we, we talk, we're going to probably do another show on this as well. We come up with some nasal sprays that you've been helpful to help uh, fine tune and formulate that you can take uh, as well. It's a prescription item at this time, but you can do a combination of the two that really targets those microglial cells to stop them from being Pac-Man and taking on that inflammatory cascade going on in the brain. So we're going to do another show on that, but we want awesome. people to leave today to realize that you have choices in your healthcare that can make a huge difference in reversing this. Uh, what we say, some people think the, in the impending doom of losing their memory. It's not true. You can reverse this. You can be able to take control of it. But there's some steps you have to do now. It doesn't happen. It just takes time. It's years. Uh, but uh, you know what? You can start today, right? Exactly. Exactly. The, the key is is the earlier you start to, to protect yourself, the better you're going to be in long term. Right. Start with three things, right? Yeah. Water. A little exercise, take your daily, take one of the uh, mitoblast too. Make sure you change your diet, throw out the sugar. Probably the what do we say? The quart of ice cream, and and if you have any Mountain Dew in the in the closet, yeah. <clears throat> don't forget and don't forget sleep. <laughs> that's right. Don't underestimate sleep. And if you call yourself an insomniac, well, I think it's important to fix it, right? One hundred percent. Okay. 100%. Dr. Capazzo, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah. And we're going to, this is another edition of Healthy Choices. And this will all be on our, our website, p 
pdlabsrx.com, the taping for this, and also will be on YouTube. And we'll be back with another edition of Healthy Choices XM. Take care. Have a good weekend. Take care. Take care.